back to Living Black Podcast with your hosts, Nayla and Ari, and we're glad to have y'all back for another episode. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about religion in a Black household. But before we dive in, today's question of the day has to be revealed. The question of the day is, is your family religious or not, and why? Um, I'll start off and answer that question. My family is very religious. Like, they take it very seriously. And, um, like, my parents, you know, there's a lot of, like, things that I have to do. But that most, I'm pretty sure it stems from, like, my grandma, my grandparents in general, and how they were raised. And then that was, like, brought down to my parents. And now my parents are, my parents are like that. Um and yeah what about you yeah i know it's a lot about like history in your family um with my family it depends on what side we're talking about because my mother's side eh, but on my father's side yeah they go to church like every other sunday or every sunday so Mm -hmm. it just depends on who but me personally i don't really go to church but I do still believe in God, so it's kind of a eh situation, but I, I'm i not, like, very religious, but I do, you know, take my Christianity um, seriously. hmm Yeah. So, now that we've answered our question of the day, we're going to dive into our topics for today. Um, you can start off, Nila. Okay, so our first topic is or question is what is your religion or you can answer that um for me personally my religion is christianity i'm a christian yes and that is the same for me as well so our next question is how do your parents view your religion or make you follow it at home so for me my parents um it's mainly just my mother that does most of it my father Mm, not really but I mean we don't do like any cursing at home but let me just say I don't she she a whole adult um let's see we do have a couple of bibles um that's pretty much it because like you know we don't really go to church that often and Mm -hmm. the pandemic really like made sure we didn't go to church very often so that's just one thing yeah um so for me my parents are pretty strict on it they've gotten like a little less strict because of the pandemic and like our church was closed so we couldn't really go but um yeah we usually do church on sundays they used to make us do like church at home where we would like watch a video and all this other stuff. But um I personally did not like that. Like I am a Christian, but I'm still like young and I'm obviously still figuring out what I want to believe and stuff like that. And I do believe in God and everything, but I just don't like being forced into stuff that I don't want to do, such as like church on Sundays. Like, sometimes I really just don't want to do church, but I'm, like, kind of forced into it. And I feel like my parents do that because of the way they were raised up through Christianity. 
And my mom actually always tells me that she used to not like learning about church and stuff like that, just like me. But she was kind of forced into it. And as she got older, I guess her beliefs like evolved. So I guess we'll see where that heads for me when I get older. But as for right now, I just don't really like I just don't like being forced to do stuff that I don't want to do. And that makes me like more discouraged from doing it. And my parents kind of take that stuff really seriously. And I'm like, okay, like I just want to form my own views and form my way of learning things, if that makes sense. Yes, I agree a hundred percent. Um, I don't think forcing religion on like your kids should be like something that parents do because their kids are living like their own life, you know? And mm-hmm. when you force it on them, it kind of like makes them not wanna, you know, participate in being religious or just in general. Um maybe decide to not be a part of a religion. Yes, that's so true. And I feel like um, there's like a a lot of issues with um, children being forced into into a religion, mostly in the Black community. I'm not sure why, but I I could probably guess that it has to do with like what like what we faced in the past. And I guess that's had like an impact on our beliefs and like you know, stuff like that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so, let's see, what's the next question? Personally, for myself, um, oh, I'm answering the question. I didn't even say it. Um, <laughs> the next question is, what do you see happening with you and your religion in the future? Like, once you move out from your parents' house? You can definitely go first. Okay. So for me, I'm not really sure where my religion is going to go. I feel like once I move out of their house, I'll get like a clearer view of what I want to believe and like what, and I'll learn more about Christianity once I move out. Because right now I feel like the stuff that I'm learning is like stuff that they want to teach me, you know? But once I get out, it's like I can. Well, even at their house, even in the house, I could do my own research and learn those types of things on my own. But really, I to let's be honest, I don't do this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm basically just saying like once I move out, I'll be able to get a clear understanding of everything. And I feel like my religion would probably like my Christianity and my beliefs would probably get stronger once I moved out. Um, Because I'm not being forced to do stuff that I do not want to. And I can make my own decisions on my beliefs and that type of stuff. I 100% agree with that thought of um, thinking for the future. Um, So for me, in about like starting from next year, that would be around three or four years. I'd say for myself, um, religion, like. It probably won't change too much, but I will probably start to go to church a little bit more and I guess find people that's like, you know, similar to me um, at church and, you know, form a relationship off of that. 
because I did have a good relationship with some people at church before, but you know, once you stop going, people stop recognizing you and everything. So, because mm-hmm. I used to be a dancer at my church, so that's where oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, that's where all my dance stuff started at, mm-hmm. and my dance teacher, she's probably still there. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, that would be something fun. I'd like to start up again. Not dancing though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely make good connections while going to church. That's one of the, my favorite things about it because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So this next question is a very simple yes or no. Um. Is church a requirement every Sunday for you? For me, yes, before the pandemic. Now we've kind of been slacking, but I'm sure we'll get back to it soon. What about you? Honestly, it depends on who I'm with. If I'm spending a night at like my aunt's house on my dad's side, um, it would be obvious, yes. But when I'm just living life in my mom's house, then no. Or with my dad, still, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we have a fact for y'all that I found on this website. Um, it states that Black Americans attend church more regularly than Americans overall and pray more often. Most attended churches that are predominantly Black, yet many would like those congregations to become racially diverse. There is a broad respect for Black churches' historical role in seeking racial equality Coupled, coupled or coupled with a widespread perception they have lost influence in recent decades. So the first sentence, Black Americans attend church overall and pray more often. As I was saying earlier, I guess that would root from like our past, having to do with our past and like, you know, the um, slavery and that type of stuff. I guess those hard times. Um during those hard times, I guess religion just came into play, and that's how religion got so like engulfed within the African American community. That's my guess. I mean, that might be an accurate guess because you know, like in slavery, we did take it seriously, and you know, a lot that goes on in our lives, um, culture-wise, is uprooted from slavery. I have a small theory that I wanted to talk about, but I can't really use it in this like episode. Because it has to relate to like um, slave abuse or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I will hold it for another episode because I'm still working on it. Yes. Stay tuned for that, y'all. Yeah. It's just something small. Um, something that you said from the fact, I really, um, I'm kind of iffy about it because, well, let me read what you said. Um, many would like these congregations to become racially diverse. So my problem with that is I I don't think churches or really any institutes we have that are like black owned or for predominantly black, um, people and kids, I don't really think that it should be open to just like any race because, I'll be the type of person to stand up and be like, who is this white person in the back of our church? Mm-hmm. I would really be like that. 
I can honestly 100% agree. So a couple of days, well, a couple of weeks ago, I visited FAMU, which is um, an HBCU. My brother goes there. And I saw like a lot or a few white people on the campus. And like, you know, no hate to them or anything, because really I have nothing against them. But it was just like weird seeing that because like we have this one thing for ourselves, yet they're still here taking over. And saying that, but like, that also ties to what Ari is saying. Like, I, we don't think that they should be able to come into something that was built for us, predominantly Black people. I 100% agree with that because honestly, you know, it's for us. It's like our one thing. And then they just come in and take over. You really beat me to my own question. <laughs> um <laughs> So I saw this post um, from Support Black Pop Black Colleges about I think it's that page on Instagram. I don't remember. I was mm-hmm. on a bus, but they were asking like, "Do you guys think um, black? Um, no, wait. Do you guys think that HBCUs should become open to white students?" And I literally said "no" because. You know, no, that's not what it's for. It's HBCU. You know what the B stands for in the HBCU. So don't get it twisted. Right. It's no and nothing more. Right. There there has to be no explanation because, like, it's pretty self-explanatory and simple as that. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of PWIs, uh, predominantly white institutions, all across the United States. And Yale is not an HBCU. So y'all got the top college as a predominantly white institution. Go there. Right. It's just, I don't understand why they always want to do that. But see, the problem is they won't be able to fit in with our culture. And when they do, they're going to look very silly. It's just not, it's not going to coordinate. Yep, you're so right. So I think that's really it for today's episode, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to end out today's episode. Um, thank you all for tuning in to this episode. We want to make sure y'all follow all of our socials, which will always be linked in the description of this episode. And our link tree is getting an update before this episode airs. So make sure y'all check that out and spread the word about our GoFundMe, which will also be linked on our link tree. And we appreciate all the support as we recently got up to like 90 followers on Instagram. We're on our way to 100. Yes. And we hope all is well with everybody. But for now, bye. Bye, (laughs) y'all.